0: to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm getting down with Emily Dean and uh, <laughs> Alan Cocker. I really up about,
1: and add that bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: you can uh, text our little show on 812.15, 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. I think we're all
2: looking forward to some fun text ins, aren't we? Yes. You know we've got that, that
0: sounds like a That's radio one, it's absolutely fun textic <laughs> <laughs> this morning. We're having a fun textic time.
1: We've had a so lot we start of-
0: saying that when we have a fun text.
1: Yeah I'm gonna adopt
0: Write it. Write it down, will you? Yeah. <laughs> Fontextic. as you textic. say it. But spell it as you say it. Okay.
1: I like that you are uh, just to write it down because it's not often I get asked that and I I miss it, Frank. Oh, I, didn't, I, like, I didn't like to write, write things.
2: I didn't Still, write it at first because you said that somebody else had done it and I thought No,
0: that someone else wouldn't have done it because oh, when okay. I was listening they didn't have texts when oh, I was listening point. to radio one. Good point, I'm gonna folks. write it down. Fontextic. <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant. I was
1: more of a, ca- a Caroline girl myself. Was she really? No, I wasn't. I used to, was before my time. I used to listen to something called Laser Radio. Laser?
0: Laser.
1: Yeah. Anyway... You're looking shocked. Did
0: it, it was evolve. a pirate radio. OK. It was a pirate radio station. Did it station. use a radio as part of its broadcast? uh laser <gasps> yes. as part of its broadcasting? No, I don't yeah. think
1: so. But lasers were trendy back then. Yeah. They thought it was all the f- world of the future, wasn't it? Silver dresses, I still, laser radio. The
0: reason I can never have laser eye surgery is I can't yeah. shrug off um, its proximity to Sean Connery's crotch engulfing. Yeah. When it's burning through metal plate. Mm. Are you yeah. going to put that in your eye? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. It's surprising that so many
2: people don't have that reaction to it, because I see that as totally understandable, what yeah. you just said. But That's lots of people go for lot that of, A lot Sandra. of
0: people alive now, I haven't seen golfing. That's maybe it.
1: <laughs> We've had some missives, actually. <laughs> have we? no, We've yes. had a couple of whatever happened to. I don't know if you think, feel it's too early in the proceedings. No, so in inc- for in. new
0: readers, we occasionally have... Um, well, I use the, Shall we try? I'll try one I'll, and I'll do the jingle. Give them the benefit okay. of the doubt and then you do it. Okay, here we go. Tire
3: swings.
0: Oh. <laughs> Tire swings. I believe that the simian world still <laughs> used them, <didn't> <laughs> and the, the great ape.
1: Well, not all of us are as friendly with them. I mean, you've had such unique bonds with some <laughs> <Exactly>. of them. <laughs> yeah.
0: But uh, they love a tyre swing. But you don't, you, don't, you don't see them in playground so much.
1: No, that's from Connor on Twitter, by the way. So thanks for that. But I don't know if Frank's going to let you have that.
0: Well, I, the thing I miss most in the children's playground is the witch's hat. Do you remember that? The
1: witch's hat. Oh, yes. I still love It used to be thing.
0: a big cone thing that used to be suspended on this big... Um, the point used to sit on this big pole. It was right. so
1: perilous.
0: And, yeah, I think that's... They used to, if you get one really swinging, they used to come off the pole and this enormous metal cone would go spinning across the playground on a, on a good night. Yeah. So, like I've seen kids go right over the top on swings, go right... Oh, yeah. Brilliant. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> um, we've also had a
2: Whatever Happened To... that. I, I'm, I'm not sure it's... Um, well, we'll see. We'll see what you think. Do you want to jingle again? Yeah, if you like. Whatever Happened To... You. Uh, idiot boy racers. Hello, Uh. the cocksportive Pearl and Dean Perfrancesco Skinner. After having a boring day stuck indoors avoiding the rain, I headed out to take the dog out with my mum in the evening sun. Halfway through the walk, suddenly there was two cars with their car horns blaring out for about five seconds and lots of shouting. Quite surprised at the noise, I said to my mum, what on earth is their problem? To which she said, just some idiot boy racers. And then he started to sing the jingle, Whatever Happened To. Yeah. Oh,
1: good, I'm glad it's being used. I think
2: they're still alive and well are in the they? provinces.
1: Yes, but I don't think they're called the boy, idiot boy races. Oh, it's a bit like yobbos. The... I
0: don't, don't remember them. the idiot boy racers. I just remember boy <laughs> racers is oh, what, right. what, what we about, call them. What the about men's boy racers. I remember some... Oh, I was on tour, and me and the, the support act and the um, and the tour manager were walking... I th- let me guess. So we were in Stockton, and and mm-hmm. and some boy racer types screeched to walk next to us, shouted "gay boys" out the window, and then drove off. Well, I, 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 was, I was just happy we were that well dressed. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this is Frank Skinner.
1: So someone's remembered Laser Radio, which has made me very happy. I mean, I shouldn't be advertising other radio stations. This one had closed down in 1988. That's probably
0: all right, then. I think it's okay to mention other radio stations. I always try and be a bit derisive, if I do, but um, this obviously means a lot to you, nostalgia It really
1: does. Good morning, Frank, Emily and Alan. Um, That's not me. That This is uh, Russ Payne, who says, Oh, my God, I thought I was the only person to ever listen to Laser 558. They used to broadcast from the MV Communicator out in the North Sea. Thank you, Emily. It's, you've made inter- my weekend, not uh, the only one.
0: Eh? It's interesting, how those things in life, when you honestly think it might just have been you. Or yeah. you, you get to an age where you start to think, <laughs> Have I imagined that that happened? Oh, yeah. Like Mark Sabre, the one-armed detective. I've never met anyone else who remembers no. that show.
1: I don't know that either, because like, I think you're one of your funny lies.
0: Yeah, I think it, no, I think it, uh, maybe I just, uh, it was the uh, that night I tried absinthe. <laughs> <laughs> There is a slight
2: jacques of, uh, of you maybe being up to one of your funny lies. Uh, <laughs> well, hold on a minute. Can we have
1: a section called Frank's Funny Lies?
2: No, <laughs> I don't. I never lie. Two you seven don't lie. five. Okay, well let's test this. 275. for five. comedy
1: purposes. If Two you seven five
2: has texted. Not to say that Frank is lying, but you know <laughs> they are. But doing a 360-degree rotation on a swing is physically impossible. To generate that amount of centripetal force, nah. Wow. To overcome gravity would require some sort
0: of crane. Maybe in Birmingham they had. I know what you see. Why he's got that? Because he hasn't seen the phenomenon. It doesn't do the full swing.
1: When when it. it
0: gets to the top of the arc, it just drops. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So what he's got a picture, I suppose if, if you could see, if you had one of those heat um, things that showed the swing of the chained swing, yeah. it would look like Pac Man. Yeah. Because it goes up and then it drops. It doesn't, it doesn't completely. The, yeah. These yeah, yeah. people, scientists, they think they know everything.
2: <laughs> yeah. But have they had a good play out in a playground properly? No, Evidently Of course, not.
0: no, because they were the kids in the glasses. <laughs> doing their homework, yeah. that sort well, of thing.
1: Junior lab coats. Not
0: exactly. Junior.
1: I love a kid in a junior lab coat.
0: Whatever happened to junior lab coats? <laughs> That'd be a good one. I um <clears throat> I've got a bit of a cold. You're oh right? frank. I tell you what, I tried um I tried doing my pterodactyl impression um yesterday and it was, you know, you got a bit of a cold. You know you do a pterodactyl, you got a bit of a cold. You yeah. really feel it in your throat. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about?
2: Yeah, I do.
0: It did occur to me. I'm going to have it, I'll try it just for the sake of. (laughs) A bit like, I usually go a bit higher than that. Mm Yeah. For years, when I did it yesterday, for years I've been confident that that's a pterodactyl impression. But of course, the evidence I mean, there's more evidence for the swing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But who knows what a pterodactyl... I've got that from Ray Harryhausen or someone like that. Right.
1: Well, exactly. Who's that? you', you know, got that from a 50s idea He of made the those pterodact- films or... with, oh.
0: like, Jason the Argonauts and stuff.
1: And there was always a lady in a furry bikini being taken off a cliff, being picked up by the dinosaur.
0: Ah, <sighs> oh, that was in the day. Of course, you couldn't <laughs> do that now. <laughs> yeah, because it had to be faux fur. Yeah. For a start-off. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, then it'd have to be a gilet... <laughs> hey, And then it have to be a bloke in one as well. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then you can't you can't say anything about Cliff anymore. Um anyway so <laughs> I mean, That is a fact. Yeah. <laughs> so uh I'd like. to, I mean, maybe. Hurry up. Maybe it went Ooh, <laughs> the pterodactyl Ooh. like that.
1: I liked your <laughs> like Frank
0: Spencer. Was...
1: Yeah, <laughs> we don't, Frank we don't know. Frank
2: Spencer of the dinosaurs. It might have just hummed. Mm.
1: I like the concept of the Barry pterodactyl <laughs> getting into a little bit of trouble. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> There's a slight sort of a flashlight beret on top of the head of the pterodactyl.
1: <laughs> is that a sequel to a kind of hush all over the world?
0: <laughs> this is a flashlight beret <laughs> yeah. all over the pterodactyl's head. Tonight, all over the pterodactyl's head. Um, anyway, if you know what a pterodactyl, no, you won't. Don't text that in. I just, I mean, for example, Henry VIII. What I could say I and do a brilliant impression of Henry VIII. Oh, go on, oh, hang on, let pa, me prepare pass, myself. Pass the apple crumble, will you? <laughs> you pass the apple crumble, please. Because <laughs> he's probably had like Spanish and French teaching tutors. Mm-hmm. And stuff. It didn't sound like that. I, we don't know. Really. But it would not been know. Apple crumble, would it? I think I'll maybe have a Reformation. <laughs> I think, yeah. <laughs> Always the reformation For with you, all you know, it? that is the best Henry VIII impression he anyone's <laughs> ever done since um, since everyone died who could remember what he sounded like.
3: Absolute, absolute, Absolute Radio.
4: Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
0: We were discussing, I've no idea what we were discussing. I'll tell you, we were discussing... Emma's, oh, Hen- uh, Henry the um... oh, yeah, You were doing <laughs> you, you your did impression. You quite yeah.
1: extraordinary impression of Henry VIII.
2: We yeah. did. Uh, but prior to that, we were actually discussing um, Emily's listening to Laser 558. Yeah. And yeah. um, Alan Dupre from Manchester... Oh, Jacqueline's brother. ...made-up name, maybe? Might be a funny no. name, might not be. I don't. The think cellist, think Jacqueline,
1: he might be related. I like yeah.
2: it. It's, uh, it's different. Um,
0: hey. Yes, it's the most, is it the most <laughs> northern, sensible, <laughs> basic bloke Alan's ever been? Dupre, that can't be a real name, can it? <laughs> no, they, <laughs> no,
2: they're talking what? about...
0: It's nice of them. I'm assuming it a real now.
2: Hey, I used to listen to Laser 558, and I even bought a record they released called I Spy for the BPI, or similar.
1: It wasn't BPI. Um, I I think it was DTI, which is that Department of Trade and Industry or something? Anyway. Love it. Yeah, it was a great record.
2: Was it? Yeah.
0: Good. (laughs) Um, Do you remember... Life FM, I think they were called.
1: Life. <laughs> oh, no, but life. exactly.
0: I think the only reason they called it that <laughs> is because they couldn't afford to make their own jingle, so they just used life, ooh, life, <laughs> life. Which is one of the best topics for a song ever. Yeah. Oh, it's life. almost as good as,
1: as Mariah Carey's Emotions. Do you no, think everyone so. can identify yeah. with What it? about
0: feelings? <laughs> I mean, these are broad, broad topic. topics. Very, yeah. very well, Mariah broad. Mariah
1: even says, you got me feeling emotions. Yeah. I, Which, mean, I mean, come on. Life,
0: you got to narrow <laughs> it down a bit. You need something. Like, you buff no. the magic dragon, you've got something to hold on to. <laughs> They're looking at it
2: and thinking, well, who's if, if we can get everyone that's experienced what this song about that is a lot of units are going to shift
0: but that's what it is it's, it's breadth yeah. of appeal oh yeah it's a lot of people see puff the magic dragon and think oh not i sure haven't about... got
1: one everyone's got a life
0: yeah i've never seen a dragon i don't i'm not sure about magic and i, yeah. don't, I don't like the sort of the asthmatic nature of the <laughs> name it's a yeah. shame because i was going to call my edinburgh
2: show this year jokes about life <laughs> now i feel Will like you? i've excluded a whole load of
0: potential audience members yeah and also a lot of people love jokes about death they're not going to (laughs) come you've alienated that whole section (laughs) now i um i would stick to life (laughs) life. (laughs) see if it had been say um knife knife. then you'd have thought oh okay cutlery based not a lot of yeah. cutlery based music. Very stuff. few.
1: No. Or right. Wife?
0: Wife, yeah. yeah. I oh, don't know, know that's, wife. That's, that's another love song, though. i uh, not going say love song, it's probably a story of love gone wrong.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. It's a yeah. shame, really, that there aren't songs about cutlery when people do
0: legitimately
2: play the spoons. You're like, right. I mean, that could be
1: People be. actually do that. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can get a tune, well, not a tune, but I can get a bit of a uh, syncopation out of the spoons.
1: I know, I'm sure you can, but you don't need to, surely, anymore. Um, Sylvester so well.
0: McCoy, in his role of, as the Doctor, played the spoons. OK? You watch Doctor I Who? I do watch <laughs> Doctor you Who do? occasionally. <laughs> I find it to be very invigorating. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll be watching it tonight. What about this for, Oh, is it back on? No, Taylor tail- <laughs> made for me. D- doctor Who tonight features the Pope. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> come on!
3: Skinner. Cochrane, together, the Frank Skinner Show.
0: Absolute Radio. Yeah, oh, I tell you what I did. I attended um, what I'm going to call a football dinner at the weekend.
1: Oh, I you know Nash. a football
0: dinner. People football stand dinner. up. Say, yeah, yeah. Oh, like thing. a black tie. And then thing. you all eat a football. It wasn't actually black tie. It's a, it a bit more. Uh, we didn't need football. Lounge suits. <clears throat> yeah, lounge suits oh, mainly. Yeah. I wore a lounge shoot. I, I didn't a shoot. I'll <laughs> get back to you as soon as I can. That's <laughs> the
1: producer's answer machine message for new York. Is it still your readers. answer
0: ma- It's just it's defiantly sticking defiantly sticky machine. I pointed, pointed
1: out to her not long ago that her message said... Uh, leave <laughs> Who's message.
0: her? The cat's mother? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, I'm the one being abusive. <laughs> so I'll get back to you as soon as I can.
0: Yes. Anyway, it was hosted by Duncan McKenzie. Do you, do you remember him?
1: Oh, yes. I do know him.
0: Yeah, he was, he was a very fine footballer, but whenever he's mentioned in football in circles, it is not his football which is uh, comes up first. It's the fact that he could jump over a, yes. a mini. He didn't play for wow. Everton, did he? He did play for he- oh, Everton. That was good one knowledge, James. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um Yes, I do remember that, Frank, because my friend uh, Scouse Tony is an Everton fan and he's got big pictures of that
0: everywhere. Yes, everywhere. Well, <laughs> Yeah, well, he, he was. Um, he had. He arrived with posters of himself jumping over a mini um, at Leeds United, which were £5 each.
2: Five? Or not both.
0: He, he used to get. Um, people would bet him a fiver he couldn't do it, apparently, when he started in football, and he said he made more... For the first two years, he was making more money out of jumping over minis <laughs> than he was playing professional football. <laughs> <laughs> but it's he a was evil, Yes, yeah, and when you see the picture, he, like, he bundles himself into a tiny ball as he flies over the roof. I'm not talking about the bonnet, I'm talking about the roof.
1: And was this post his foot, mid-football career?
0: No, it's sort of from the beginning.
1: You wouldn't get the insurance for that now, would you? He had
0: one oh, other, no, um, run up. his it... other distinctive thing is he could stand at one end of Leeds United's ground and he could throw a golf ball <laughs> that didn't land to the, the other end. He was made at 140 yards throwing a golf ball.
2: He sounds like some athlete. That's got this will
0: character. I'll say. I mean, if they'd had a major athletics event based on the <laughs> Italian job, <laughs> he would have been famous. Ah, oh,
1: shoo So, was the event a shoot, in They
0: should, they should, they should do that. So, and there's sort of a... a, sort of a get ba- saying... I'll get back to you as as I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um... They should have just to spice up athletics. They should have them based on um, you know films and. What happens when
1: Daisy eschews dessert?
0: Oh, lovely! I mean
1: that gets complicated. Yeah. What about
0: the hundred (laughs) and one meters with each each meter marked by a different Dalmatian at the side of the track? That'd be good fun. I'd love to watch that. Imagine trying to keep them in control. Oh.
1: So who else was in it? Well, I'm good at that, as you know.
0: Um, Sir Jeff Hurst was there. Shut up. Yeah, he was. Wow. And um, Gordon Banks, Banks oh, of England. A lot of people there. Yeah. Banks of England. And nice. uh, very okay. excitingly, Paul Trevilian was there. Oh. no, do you know Paul Travillion? No, Trevillian I is? don't, I'm afraid. Well, let me uh, try and uh, jog your memory a bit. Do you remember there used to be a thing? What happened to do there? It was a, com- a
1: bit Henry a Henry impression. <laughs> it was a
0: comic star. Tell the monasteries, i I got to close them down.
2: You've um, no, still was, not forgiven him, have you?
0: You're no, no him. I like that he's
1: <laughs> humanised the monasteries. <laughs> Tell the monasteries.
0: Um, so Paul Trevelyan is is an artist, uh, uh, oh. particularly a comic artist, and he did a thing called You Are The Ref. Oh, and it really? would be a, a short comic strip in which you're faced with a, a dilemma of football rules. Oh, excellent. Right. And then you had to... Um, or cricket, he did as well, you are the umpire.
1: Oh, he didn't stop at football.
0: <laughs> but um, he's a very interesting man. He's uh, 83 now. He, wow. he's, a, he's, a, he's a previous... I'll tell you, on the Leeds United... Um, I, I know we, talk, I, we not normally talk about football, but I'm mm. not talking about football in a football-y way. No. Leeds United in the 70s had this thing where they had sock tags. Mm. So they had little t- like garters that they wore, sort of thing Henry VIII might have wore, in fact. <laughs> Yeah, they let them be tight around the uh, cows. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they, would, they, had number, they had their numbers on, and they talked... Do you, do you remember them, Al? Really? Yeah. It was know. like a fashion... They were designed by Paul Trevelyan. No. Really? He was also... Um, if
2: anyone
1: must have seen them up close, it would have been me. He was... Wow. Um,
0: he was a world record speed kisser at one point. No. You've got
1: some with man crush on him. Well, <laughs> well he's, it's a, tinnitus, Paul he's a pretty amazing
0: this. bloke. But let me tell you what he did on the night. Well, first of all, oh. he signed, he signed uh, one of his pieces of art for me and he, he wrote... Well, is um, that what they call it? He said to Frank, top funny man. Paul <laughs> I thought that'll do me. Yeah. That will do yeah. moi. <laughs> <laughs> And then he did. He got on stage, and he had uh, so he had an easel on stage. Now I love a bit of oh, art on stage. Like that. That's yeah. a cabaret act. Oh, Great. Yeah. Do you remember well, you like Quick, quick on we, the Draw? Yes. Yes.
1: Did yeah. he work? Did he work quick? Did
0: he? Yeah, well, he, he, he talks talks you through. So he's got a drawing he's already done of an elephant, right? All
2: right.
0: And he says, "This is the belly elephant." Mm. And then he, t- he does a bit of drawing here, just a little bit, a little bit there, turns it round. It's Pele. Oh, oh that's I gross. mean, come on. He's put come a twi- on.
1: He's put a twist on it.
0: Oh, man, I loved yeah. it. The Pele yeah. elephant. Oh, you can't <laughs> go wrong with that, can you? So um, this morning's texting what's the strangest stage act <laughs> <laughs> you've ever seen? And uh, we'll come back to that.
4: Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio.
0: I used to. Um, it was about six of us. We sold um, hearing aids door to door, and we used to be known as the A Team. I said, I? <laughs> <laughs> but was "A," but it was a short-term profession for me. You didn't stay in it. No, no. No one ever answered the door. Who needed one? <laughs> Yeah, you had a lot of other irons in the fire as well, though, didn't you? Oh, I had, had several a few. businesses. I had some
1: angles you? as well. I had all sorts.
0: Yeah. What happened
1: the... else happened at this football dinner then?
0: Um, well, that that happened. I, mean, I was talking about strange acts, though. I've um,
2: not had any. Nobody's no. ever seen a strange act.
0: Um, the thing that I, there was an act, I, when I was on tour a couple of years ago, there was an act touring where a bloke. Um, contacted the spirit world. Oh, yeah. The world of spirits. There's a lot of that about And his you know. wife did a drawing of the spirit that he'd uh, contacted. Oh. Wow. And that'd be worth seeing, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. And I hope she doesn't draw every one with a sheet. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Arms extended in a sheet.
1: And a and, uh, black rebox underneath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: maybe that's all she changes she changes. She has like period shoes underneath Does so she talks? calls up somebody from Tudor <laughs> times there's like you know those sort of weird medieval slipper things that you get
2: yeah it's very self-confident of her as an artist isn't it like she's well, utterly I mean, convinced that the spirit how many she's going to no she commit to paper
0: no one's yeah. going to pull her up on the likeness <laughs> no. apart from him he'd say, I think you got the nose a bit wrong <laughs> on that one And what kind of supportive partner would that be yeah the Iceman, people, I've, I've worked with the Iceman. The to, Iceman? He used to wheel on, on a, on a metal trolley, an enormous lump of ice. Oh, <laughs> and then he And then he'd do a 20-minute act in which he melted it. He told... Um,
1: did he... See when I, I think I saw him on a show and he came on saying, I just thought I'd break the ice. And ah. then he destroyed the ice and then did I it. don't
0: remember him being that funny. <laughs> <laughs> he used to melt it with a blowtorch. Yeah. And um, and he used to tell stories about his life. <laughs> <laughs> Who <lie? laughs> Wide appeal. Life the life stuff. man he should have been called, looking back. Yeah. Oh, that
2: might make him sound like a prisoner.
0: Anyway. Whatever happened to you? People asking you the time. Oh, yeah, that's gone. <laughs> no one ever. When's the last time you asked someone in the street the time? Excuse me, mate, you got the time?
1: Well... It's interesting you should say that because I left my mobile phone at home recently, and I didn't have my oh, watch. Gasp! And I was taking the dog out for a walk, and I needed to know the time because I'm a busy woman. I had appointments. And only I thought, it was
0: a watchdog.
1: Oh, lovely, Frank. <laughs> nice. lovely. And I thought I can't ask someone because there were a few men, and I thought this is going to look like I'm hitting on them. It's yeah. too embarrassing. So you're right. I think it has absolutely died out. That
2: well, you know, so what, my what dad. What did you do? What did you do? I'm curious. Just went straight. I
1: just back trusted home. my intuition. Oh. Which it turns out is always right.
0: I'm I suppose. find with a poppy, if you turn them upside down, you can use their private parts as a sundial. It's a good, good system. That's Might what those way. dots mean. Um, you know, like...
1: somewhat on the small side, I'm afraid.
0: Well, that's all right. Well, <laughs> you can... When I was a
2: child, well, not child, I used to have a paper round and I'd quite often have no wristwatch for that. And if I thought I was running late, I would think, how am I going to check the time? Yeah. And uh, my little trick for it was to look into cars where they've got a clock Oh. But I now realise that they would would spend half of the year being an hour too fast or an hour too slow, (laughs) because that's how most people's cars are Oh, yeah, I've
0: never, ever (laughs) changed the clock in my car. Yeah, who does? I can do do that. I can do that kind of mental arithmetic, not too much. (laughs) Yeah, if it's only six months of the year, isn't it? You can
2: just learn it.
0: (laughs) I've got a... um, my, my, my sat-nav, I look at that and it says estimated time of arrival and I think, four's a lot nearer than I thought. Oh. Oh. <laughs> never, put, never put it forward. Yeah. No, I, um, a mate um, told me that he, um, he was on New Street Station in Birmingham and he asked, now at the time we would have said a tramp. Right. But I don't think you can say that anymore. So uh, he asked,
1: what are, My father used to call him gentleman of the road. Well, he asked
0: a similar character he said he's running for a train he's in a slight panic and he said to he got the time mate and the the, the tramp bloke said i i don't operate on a chronological system <laughs> <laughs> that is that is brilliant yes but who would ask such a person the time, it seems <laughs> Well, I like wrong. it, you know why?
1: Because that gentleman of the road, I feel a tremendous fondness for him because he's a bit of a git.
0: Yeah, well, I... Excellent.
2: In the most fabulous
0: way. And with a lovely turn of phrase. Yeah, might we all that's
1: what Frank would say, say in that I was
0: in a cafe once in, uh, in Harbourn in Birmingham and uh, there was a, a similar uh, gentleman of the road, stroke, tramp stroke, homeless yeah, itinerant hobo <laughs> man. And a bloke come in in a sheepskin jacket and said... He said to him, mate, have you have you got a blue Mondeo? <laughs> and he said, No, I haven't. No, no. He said, Okay, yeah, somebody else. What are you, what are you thinking of? <laughs> mm-hmm. Frank
3: Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio.
0: This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on eight twelve fifteen. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website if you will. You were
1: talking about strange, strangest stage Act people have ever seen. Yeah. And four four three has been in touch to say years ago, whilst on holiday in Tenerife, we watched a woman showing us the many ways you can tie a sarong. <laughs> it lasted about an hour and a half.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I'd like to thank four four three because when you said strange stage acts, I had completely forgotten. I. Th- I- For a moment, thought, oh, I haven't seen any. But now there's a whole subset of stage acts you see on holiday, and I think they're a different category altogether. People bringing out, like, a parrot that pushes along a little wire thing. and (laughs) What is that? Like, Why why am I watching that on my holiday? Oh, I love all stuff. (laughs) Well,
1: Peter has been in touch. A strange act that reminded me of starting university in 1971. One of our welcoming events involved a wardrobe being carried into the middle of the audience whereupon a man broke out from the wardrobe by means of an axe, cutting the wood with (laughs) splinters flying everywhere. (laughs) I don't think any of us will ever forget this. I doubt it would be allowed now. That's from Pete.
0: (laughs) I I wouldn't let you do it now. No, you're right.
2: Health and safety gone mad. And look at the entertainment
1: we've lost out on.
2: Or they would have spoiled it by saying, all right, you're allowed to do it, but everybody in the audience has to have 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 those plastic glasses on. And then you distribute them, and they all know something's going to happen. And a lab coat.
0: Yeah, ridiculous world, isn't it? Lenny Bruce, the uh, legendary American stand-up, said that when he first started doing those, a bloke um, on on that circuit, he used to come on in full uh, evening dress uh, with um, a step ladder... About 10 feet high. Mm. No, probably not that high, probably eight feet high. And he used to set that up on stage and then he'd jump, he'd he climb to the top, put his hands behind his back, jump off and land on his head <laughs> without stopping. <laughs> then he'd get up a little bit staggered, take a bow, and that would be his act. <laughs> but they said he always got bookings. That was the act everyone talked about after. Yeah. Wow. But you know, you've got to get that right.
2: I mean, your stand up comic who does 20 minutes a night feels like. He's on a bit of a result for not having a long working day, but a guy who just jumps off a ladder (laughs) (laughs) and lands on his head. How long's that? 90 seconds maximum? Brilliant. But I'd pay
0: to see that. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah,
1: but you paid to see a puppet show in Edinburgh once with me.
0: I love a puppet show. (laughs) I
1: said, oh, we're going to a puppet show. I went, oh. (laughs) I actually didn't mind it, Frank. It wasn't
0: that that
1: bad, really.
0: I like mime
2: as well. Oh, mime's good, yeah, yeah. Clown, it's physical theatre. So I, what like about, I mean, nice what stuff. about
0: this? I do. What about this for mine? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good, eh? Very good. Didn't, didn't see that coming.
3: The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio.
1: I need to share something with you this morning, uh, which is to do with Victoria Beckham, who I'm a massive fan of her work. <laughs> And it can be called work now. I'm not sure it could have always been the case, but mm-hmm. she's a very decent I don't know. designer. They, w- they
0: work those pop stars. <laughs> oh, that's true. Oh, my that's God. True. I know, but
1: a, there is a lot of turning up to do with that job. There's a lot of turning is, up.
0: There's a lot more creativity. Can honestly. I ask you about that, then, before we move on? Mm. and um, you're, Are you still in the fashion industry? Or is it, n- you never leave, darling. OK. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you're not professionally involved, is that no. true? Is there such a thing... As a ghost designer, a bit like a ghost writer.
1: Yes, absolutely, yeah. Oh right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and a creative consultant we call it. Oh okay. Ah, yes. Right. There's a bit like you know in T V you have um
2: Programme associates who basically
1: are writing the material for the on screen talent. Yes. Not in your case. Not, or in Frank. Your not, mine. not, Alan not Frank either. I'm oh, not on Telly. <laughs>
0: you have been. Um, on but, we'll, um, do that.
1: we'll do that. But, um, sorry, Frank. So, creative consultant in the industry. You know where industry. I'm yes, going with I know this. where you're going. You're suggesting that is. That I'm the not case?
0: suggesting. I'm asking. I don't know. I'd like to. Well, I'd like to believe. Yes. I'd like to imagine her sitting next to a sketchbook, mm. doing yeah. those sweeping, flowing fashion drawings that you see yes. her other base which I've always loved. Yeah. Up there, right up there with the court artists. Yes. Um.
1: I haven't seen her etchings personally. No. However,
0: I want to heard see her etchings <laughs> in a cosy little flat.
1: I don't know how good she is actually at, at art, in the way that your cat, for example, is, a very fine artist. Yes. She. I can't imagine her doing etchings like that.
0: But is she saying stuff like that? Epaulette. I don't like. Does it need yes. to be pointed, the epaulette? Yes, she Could is. it have a curvature? Yeah. She's right. saying stuff like that. Well,
1: I would say that to you on a daily basis. You don't find that hard to believe. I'm
0: just uh-huh. trying to. She's a myth to me. Um, posh. BB. I'm still called posh. Can posh. I just say I love
2: an epaulette. So I'm, I'm do happy you? that they've been mentioned. Yeah.
0: Oh, I um, love them.
1: She's come out with some. I, very... as you
0: know, I breed parrots, and I find they <laughs> they get the claw, they get the claws caught in uh, in epaulets. Yeah. Well, you do love your hobby, so. I do. She's come stick out with it. a
1: wonderful piece of advice, though. She well, she says that when she looks tired, she puts sunglasses on. She doesn't wear them to look trendy or cool or chic. She does it to hide what she calls a multitude of sins.
2: Mm. Mm. And yeah. it's an
1: anti tiredness hack.
2: Frank seems unconvinced. Well, over I, to you, Frank this Skinner. bloke <coughs> who got 17 free pairs of sunglasses. <laughs> so there,
1: Jeff there Rosier got this nine. Theory.
0: But I'm still a bit. I'm very self-conscious about sunglasses unless it's a glaringly Are sunny day. Are you DJ
1: Skepta about this?
0: I am a bit because uh, I do think people wear them to look cool, though it's a showbiz. It's one of the well, naffy showbiz things. Well, I'd like things. to
1: say I wear sunglasses and I very much wear them to look cool. All
0: right, that's the only okay. reason I would wear them. Well, that's but you're not denying you're it. No,
1: I'm not. I'm. You're I'm not utterly... saying it. it's Jeez. a tiredness
0: <laughs> hack.
2: Yeah, I think she was saying that. And also, I. I share some of your cynicism, Frank, and I bring some of my own because... Oh, good. I think she said, <laughs> you know, I wear sunglasses to hide a multitude of sins at the launch of her sunglasses brand. Yeah. yeah. And so I think she might have been going, hey, and don't just wear them when it's sunny, wear them when you're tired. Of and a
0: new fragrance, which is called a multitude <laughs> of sins.
1: <laughs> M.O.S. But you know, they're very anti-aging sunglasses.
0: Are they? Well, everybody looks, like Everybody looks mm. good in sunglasses. You can't addresses. look bad in them. I saw a picture of the Elephant Man in a pair of um, Ray Bans <laughs> wraparounds. Actually, I, I think they were reactor-like rapids, <laughs> and um, he looked. He looked pretty. Uh, he looked pretty good. He, he well, had, yeah.
1: If, if I may bring my own experience into this, I was at the petrol station the other day and I was approached by a man. I don't think I've ever looked worse. I had my hair. <laughs> in uh a top knot no, it wasn't good um it wasn't it was like a sort of minor coronation street character i wasn't yeah. looking my best no makeup terrible clothes and because i had Don't the sunglasses that. on he came over he said may i just say how lovely you look did he, <laughs> he did i was on the way to daisy producers to watch your original song contest <laughs> he said may i just say how lovely you look i said thank you so much I was quite friendly, but then I decided, and then he started asking for things, and I thought I'd better make my excuses and leave.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, he's but what I'm saying is, he's a character, isn't he? He was, yeah. I'd never do that at a petrol <laughs> station. Oh, the pull at the services. Oh, also, no. there was Amazing.
1: one point when he was loitering over my bonnet, and oh, I don't I like that.
0: Were you? Very what forward. were you? You were wearing a bonnet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like Bramwell. I
0: like the idea of... And sunglasses, sunglasses. Oh, yeah, you didn't, mention you, you didn't mention you were dressed as Jane Austen. Do you her Jane Austen, a 40, as she's known at the uh, services? <laughs> oh, it's gone very strange, this. Well, there you go, anyway. Make-up girls, you don't need it.
3: <laughs> this is Frank Skinner.
1: So we were talking about VB Indeed. and her shades and the multitude of thins. Yes, yeah. But she also said that she uses was it bucket loads of concealer.
0: Yeah, that's sure. her other
1: tip for avoiding looking tired. I, I mean, they're I, quite root one the tips. I'm not going to lie. I you do think?
0: like I do like um, the word concealer. Well, yeah. I think it upfronts the sort of cloak and dagger element <laughs> of makeup. Yes, yeah, because yes. it's absolutely what it says on uh, the tin. It's yeah. there to hide behind.
2: I yeah. wear a lot of concealer, actually. Oh, Do you camouflage?
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, pterodactyl. There's another
2: one. Do you think that's what the uh, <clears throat> the military are doing when they put on camouflage? So they, they
0: are concealing, aren't they? I they are. OK, I've gone with it. I've already yeah, gone yeah. with it. You. you don't have to drag me. <laughs> don't have to drag it out. Well, all right, Alan, you've made your joke. I <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's
1: like some scene out of Ben Hur, you're being so <laughs> <quite> <laughs> honest, Frank.
0: What's the difference between concealer and foundation?
1: Oh, oh this is like the strangest <laughs> act you've ever seen. Me on the stage answering that question for 90 <laughs> minutes, oh. OK. <laughs>
0: I'd pick. See, I think the okay. foundation has been like a backdrop for other makeup that you're going to put on. If you know yeah. what I mean, one hundred. Like, so if you think of foundation
1: as your base. Yes. And then your concealer is the sort of the tamarine of the of the band, if you like, pepping it up. Concealer is specifically for under eye areas, and there's no. I'm not going to dress this up for
0: spots. Um. I'm glad you've mentioned under eye areas <laughs> because I've got some. Someone gave me some eye gel. Right. I don't know what the hell. Do I put it in my eye, I've asked myself. (laughs) You
1: rub it it underneath the eye area.
0: Well it's a bit of a (laughs) they shouldn't call it eye jet I nearly put I thought it would give my eyes a bit of a sparkle. And other topics
1: I thought I'd never be discussing with Frank Skinner. But No, don't put it inside, darling. No, Just underneath. Well, they should
0: be clearer about that. Don't call it eye gel. Most people know. Clear eye gel. Most
1: people kind of know (laughs) that you don't put it in your
0: eyes. So I put it under under my eyes to get rid of the the bags? All
1: around the general eye area.
0: Oh, God, I wonder what he's (laughs) going (laughs) to say. Oh, it's that kind of eye gel, is it? (laughs) Okay, (laughs) I haven't tried it yet because of my uncertainty.
1: You don't really need it.
0: I do know, but it's free. You've taken the youth elixir. It's free. I'm <laughs> thinking of using, like, just one tube um, for one go.
1: But her talking yeah. about this tiredness, it, it did make me think... I think the single rudest thing someone can say is, you look tired. Well? I cannot oh. abide it. You see, it's, I don't mind what, it. If someone says to me, you look tired, you know what I say? What? I say, no... I'm just old now. <laughs> this is just my face now. Oh, all like, right,
2: no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nope, just my face now.
2: Touch of the ringo start.
0: No, you're all right. <laughs> see, I say stuff like, well, you see I'm so sought after in my profession <clears throat> that
2: oh, that's I good. You know
0: I'm doing lots of that work and yes it is exhausting, but I just, you know, I think I just owe the public for me to be there. <laughs> That good day me. to you.
1: <laughs> and that's basically I'm praying, you know what? I'm having that. Oh.
0: Yes. I mean, it
1: doesn't quite work with me. But.
0: I think that if you've got a, a good reason to be tired, I remember once someone saying to me I look tired, and I said, sorry, there was a siege in the flat above <laughs> last night. And it was true. It was absolutely true. Now, that, good reasons to be tired. Good reasons yeah. to be tired, 8, 12, 15. <laughs> And, and don't spare me those ones. Oh come on! Come yeah. on! Don't spare about that. No don't text. spare that me. New man no text from legends. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not having. <laughs> just in case our key text, key texting. I'm not having night fishing. <laughs> it's going to be something a bit more zingy.
3: Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank
4: Skinner on Absolute Radio.
0: We were talking about Victoria Beckham. Yeah.
2: Someone said that uh, on the texts, 900 has said, I genuinely misheard buckets of concealer for buckets of tequila. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> Doesn't sound very VB, does it? No, she'd be a no. buckets of tequila kind
0: of lady. Apparently, um, David Beckham. Mm-hmm. Oh. Is but do you know, I, DB. I, I don't the know husband. What it is, I
1: actually feel a frisson when the oh. name is mentioned. It's something about the man, everything Gorge, about the man. He's
0: I haven't it, felt I just... a frisson since I worked in the dairy industry.
1: <laughs> 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 do you have anyone where you feel that frisson?
0: Obviously what, you can. When their name is mentioned? Yeah.
1: Could be a man, it's just a respect or just something lovely. I can lovely. think of
0: 13 actors. Lovely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd say Hartnell, Trout, and Purtley yeah. Baker. I knew. So adorable. I knew. Davison, I knew. Baker. <laughs> <laughs> McCoy, McCoy, McCoy. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm Thanks. stopping. to stop. It's disgusting. No, he's apparently he's he's thinking of buying an island for their twentieth anniversary.
1: Oh yeah, I read that.
0: And uh, he's, there's been a, there's a few on the list. I mean, that's amazing, oh. isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Pretty I mean, cool. if I bought an Island, I don't know if she'd be that. Oh. <laughs> she'd be worried about the mozzies and things. Yeah, exactly. Where do we get <laughs> there? Is there a road? Oh, no. One um, of the one of the ones he's looked at incredibly. Let me get this right. It's called Toad Hall Estate in oh. the British Virgin Islands. Lovely. Is not the where it's it's not the original home of? No, that must have been... What well, it was based on. ...Norfolk or somewhere, I believe. I mean, don't get me... Where was, uh, where was Toad Hall,
2: 8-12-15? <laughs> yeah, I love a literary way. text in on
0: a Saturday. People will know that, cause it's very popular. If yeah. I, uh, if you look at people's favourite books, Celebrities, yeah. they always say... when People who don't read Do they say always when say they're when they're Willows. Willows. Yeah.
1: And much as I love the book, I've got to say Great Gatsby. People that have read one book, Catcher in the Ryan, Great Gatsby, thank yes.
0: you. Yes, well, they're nice, quick books to read, isn't yeah. well. <laughs> Oh, Yeah. Yes. Didn't not, we have a chat recently about quick hard.
2: books that you can really polish off and uh, and then m- make yourself sound like
0: you know quite a lot heart about literature? Heart of darkness. Do you remember? Only other week I was in a heart of darkness workshop. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's a Inadvertently,
1: good one. I might add.
0: <clears throat> but it reminded me, you know, Necker Island. Is yes. A, oh, is that owned, owned by Richard Branson, which he got quite cheap, but it cost him ten million. To Back make in the
1: it. 70s. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah.
0: It cost him 10 million to make it, you know. So imagine labious, going there. I really
1: wish I'd cultivated him more. No, but I think... Because <laughs> that would have been useful for us, Frank. Nice absolute yeah. holiday. I yeah.
0: think Richard Branson, I honestly think this, the reason he bought it in the British Virgin Islands is cut to the Virgin thing. Yeah. Yes. So he spent 10 million pounds on a pond.
1: That's and I've got
0: to gotta respect him for that. Yeah, and maybe Necker Island. Maybe he's a big fan of the love bite. <laughs> I think so. Well,
1: Frank, can I tell you who you'd also respect? Someone who lives quite near me, at number two B, has written in italics "to be or not to be" on the wall of their
2: apartment.
0: Excellent. Well, on, in in Chelsea, I think. Um, Yes, anyway, in Chelsea, just by the mm. river, there yeah. used to be two cars parked in a double ga- garage. Yeah. And one was called, one. the number plate was 2B. Oh. And the other one was not 2B. Oh, that's classy. And um, I went past once, they were parked the wrong way around. It ruined oh. my day. <laughs> just didn't scan. I mean, make an effort. Yeah. <laughs> gone to all that trouble. It's like
1: Ant and Dec getting it the wrong way around. You can't do that.
0: Hanton, deck getting it the wrong way around. Mm. <laughs> what a party that was.
3: <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio.
0: We were discussing um, the Beckhams. I mean, they're a much-discussed couple, I think it's fair to say.
2: Yeah, yeah. and we've uh, contributed to that over yes. the years. Why not?
0: Well, I don't know.
2: <laughs> I, uh, I liked
0: it in this article that I read where she said. Um, have we, sorry, have, can I just stop me there? Have we asked people for their tiredness hacks? Oh, don't oh, no, that's, I a have. Good, that's a good idea. Yeah. We do that. Yeah, yeah, I think I we like should. her texting.
2: Yeah, notice. Um Although, I do be careful about this because I recently had a conversation with my friend Stuart and I said to him, Oh, do you remember that thing you told me years ago that apples wake you up? Like, when you eat an apple, apparently it's the quickest you can get kind of sugar energy to oh, your really. system or something. He told me in great detail, and he used the phrase, apples are the lorry driver's friend, right? Apparently, mm. lorry drivers put apples oh, on the passenger. I thought it was
1: a, um, a chocolate bar. Yor-
2: yeah, yeah, I thought it was a Yorkie. It used to be Yorkie. I think I even mooted this at the time, like, oh, banter. Oh, I thought it was the Yorkers? Yorkie. Oh, yeah.
0: Anyway. Are you, are you actually <laughs> asking me? <No>. Yorkies. I've pounded the road from coast to coast I don't
1: want to know about Yorkie that. Yorkie and me What about big, rich
0: and thick and milk chocolate oh, brick More day to him <laughs> More than it was um, Yorkie's a mighty big mouthful Oh, Turn that Turn it out It was his colleague. Yeah. Good night <laughs> Wow Oh, yes but, um, anyway,
1: <laughs> York is <laughs> the way
0: the real milk chocolate ought to be. He did a little, and then he says, "And when I big that, when I still that big old mill." There's still a lot in store for me. In is that where it went, this song? Yeah. It well, the right. it's
2: it's a still the mill. It's still that area. big old mill. Still the mill. So no, I didn't this, know
1: um, there was such a complex narrative arc to his oh, story. Yeah. I thought it was just York. the truck driver. I eat a chocolate on the run. I thought it was just that.
0: No, the old Yorkie thing. It's um, it's, a, it's a narrative tale. Okay. It's, you know, it's a specific, not like life
1: or female.
0: <laughs> Well, there be specific. fried onion
1: rings. That it's was about
0: whole... the use of, of a chocolate bar as a companion. <laughs> yeah,
1: Jean Paul Sartre you yeah. think
2: um, So anyway, if I may just yeah, <laughs> just, just for a moment, just drag <laughs> sorry, sorry back, back to this I'm chat. I'm still reading now
1: from chocolate bar as a companion. <laughs> yeah, I,
2: well, that's
0: what it was about.
2: Well. Apparently it's not. <laughs> Apparently it's apples. But then I said to Stuart recently, "Oh, remember that thing you told me like five, six years ago? Apples at the lorry driver's friend." I've been, um, I've been having apples on the passenger seat when I'm doing nighttime driving. Just munch, 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 wake me up. Boom. And he oh. went, "I've never heard that. I don't know what you're talking about."
0: Oh no. Um, so I've
2: no idea who told me. it. So we're going to get some tiredness hacks in. People are going to text us. And then in five years' time we'll yeah. be saying, Oh, it was eight one
0: two and it will it will have been two one eight or something. Well I saw Holly Walsh. Oh yeah. Um, a big friend of the show mm-hmm. on, on on my. She, she um, was in
1: uh, Don't Ask Me Ask Britain with. Oh, yes, you I I saw her. There, was great on
0: it. I saw her there Tuesday night. She's always great. She said to me, um, "You're you're looking very slim." I said, "Well, you was it not you who said mm-hmm. to me, you 'You don't get a six pack in the gym; you get it in the kitchen.'" She said, "I've I've never heard that."
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's I think that? Good advice. I think that was me. I think that was the cock
0: <laughs> I think I'm sure it was Holly Walsh. <laughs>
1: Daisy Producer has just thrown her hat in the ring, oh. a top one, FYI. Yeah. And she said it was Holly. See?
0: She remembers it. See? Well, uh, unfortunately, Holly's not on my side. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're, but we're all following this advice. It's erroneous. Yeah. It's erroneous tosh.
2: This could be a texting, couldn't it? Who's giving you advice <laughs> no. that it turned out
0: was not I don't, <laughs> about, I don't feel good about it. it? We could do with another texting. Here's one. Has anyone got any hard evidence that dream catchers work?
4: <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
1: Green tea bags, can I recommend for anti tiredness, tiredness hacks? Is that right? Traditionally, people, on your
0: eyes, yeah, or, under know, the eyes. People
1: would put normal tea bags, but the tannin stains are terrible.
2: right? right. So you just go
1: for the green tea bag.
2: Is the theory behind it that the tea bags are so hot, you put them on your eyes and you go, Oh, God, I'm really awake! <laughs> no, no.
1: That, I believe it it's works? the caffeine, because that's why people also put co- uh, rub coffee granules under the eye area. Do they? Well, yeah. that's interesting, yeah. because
2: I think the eyes, the skin of the eyes is susceptible to taking stuff, because mm. apparently vitamin C cures bruises, so if you get a black eye, you can put, like, kiwi fruit or some orange or something on there and it just heals it a little bit quicker.
1: Yeah, thank you. In Westerns, of course, they just used to splash cold water on the face, which <laughs> I always loved that. you don't People don't do that so much anymore. I think my
2: mum did the cucumber thing, you know, that... Um, Cucumbers on the eyes? Yeah, yeah. 70s, isn't
0: it? 70s, yeah, 80s. It. Do you think when the Beckhams are uh, having their intimate moments... Oh, that, my goodness. ...that um, David Beckham... It's effort- time of day. Ever plays is oi both hands <laughs> sound file. <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh wow!
0: That's a bit of a lark. She said, "Oh, put your phone down, will you?" <laughs> <laughs> I find that people love looking tired because then you say you look tired and they say yeah you know I'm tired and then they can tell you you know how hard they've been working and how tough they are. I mean she, Mm. in telling us our tired the tiredness hacks that she uses to hide being tired, is telling us how tired she is. Yeah, because she said I just got off a 15-hour flight, which says I'm an international businesswoman. Yeah. So there's always someone tells you anything about being tired. There's always some ulterior motive behind you.
2: And again, the risk of sounding cynical. Nicole, she was launching some sunglasses and some concealer. So not, if
1: someone tells me I look tired... She's launching
2: concealer as well, yeah, was yeah, she? It's,
0: it's, it's pretty root one what she's done.
1: If someone tells me I look tired, I just delete them from my contacts list.
0: <laughs> but you said that about if someone says you look well, you don't like that yeah. either.
1: Oh, yeah. The list is long, darling.
0: I'd like the subterfuge involved in her plugging <laughs> her concealer. I mean, I mean it's... it's does she look after her kids at four o'clock in the morning like she said? I don't know. Surely she's got nannies, hasn't she? Mm, yeah. Ghost parents, as I like to call them. <laughs> absolute,
3: absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on
4: Absolute Radio.
0: Text the show on eight twelve fifteen. follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website.
2: Um, I think a story from this week that we definitely must discuss because uh, I'm—I'm going to say you guys have got a dating history between you, haven't you? You've well, not up. with each other. <laughs> with no, each other? no. But you've both, you have you both lived lives and been on yeah. dates. Have but you, Have you, any a, of I, this is a thought? You know,
0: this is coming out here. Yeah. This is uh, so you haven't got a dating history. I've
2: not as much. I don't. I don't okay. speak about exes and stuff. I haven't got oh. tons. When of you say you don't speak about, oh, them. oh but you no, haven't. I just them. haven't. Haven't
0: really. But anyway,
2: anyway. <laughs> I mean, oh. I've dated, but oh. none of them have gone this bad. You no, know, we badly. had Stony
1: ground. I've got
2: Orcs ground. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've gone for Orcs ground. You're right. None of my dates have ever gone this bad that okay. uh, it's gone legal. Brandon in from this, <laughs> have you heard about this dude from Austin, Texas, oh, Brandon that Bersma, is yeah.
0: suing oh, uh, Brandon the Bersma. lady that he went on a date with? <laughs> on the with. BBC Television News, this story.
2: Oh,
1: Brandon man. from America, who knew? <laughs>
2: <laughs> and he uh, he's upset because she texted during the film Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. My, yeah. my she... sympathies are with her. <laughs> She's spoiled his day. I tell days. you what,
0: he'd make a good brand Brandon Vesma. No. <laughs> oh no, sorry about. Oh no, no, got that completely. Oh, i never oh, no, been. I
1: understood the gist. I, don't I don't know. know. Oh, Supposed to be wrong. just the
0: keys. No, you know,
1: but your perfectionism is why I love you. But also, you know, <sighs>
2: don't worry about that's it. That of my day. <laughs> Anyway, he said it was kind of a first date from hell. About 15 minutes into the movie, his date started texting, and then he said, this is like one of my biggest pet peeves. (laughs) Which Uh is interesting, because one of my biggest pet peeves is people talking about their pet peeves. (laughs) My biggest pet peeve is is
0: murder. (laughs) (laughs) Hate it. Oh, I hate it. You've got a real rule about that, haven't you?
1: It's one of your pet hates, right? Yeah. (laughs) Um. So yeah.
0: yeah, so he's suing her. He's, he's suing, suing her. her. It is brilliant that he's suing her. Come you like on. that? Um, come on, I mean...
1: He said she activated her phone. <laughs> hmm, he sounds uh, interesting. Oh. I, know, I but... mean, She activated her phone almost 10 to 20 times within 15 minutes. Love that. That is a lot. I think she was clearly on the WhatsApp. That's what these young people do. I've seen these two on the WhatsApp. <laughs> Sometimes they're just going at it like the clappers <laughs> over a brunch, Frank.
0: I know, I... Um...
1: And I say, who are you talking to? But
0: on the first date... It's germane it's, about putting the bins out. Po- <laughs> it's bad, isn't it? If you, it is When I, I mean, for a start-off, I'd never take anyone to the cinema on a first date. It's not the first yeah, date no, to no, have a conversation no and change. find out what they're Anyone
1: like. who offered that got to go.
0: Yeah. No. I want to find out, you know, the important things on a first date. I always do a pub quiz. <laughs> Good. If, Good. You know, and if they're not... If I don't think they're, you know, into the general knowledge, they're out. Right. right. Was well, it was Frank, them? I
1: seem to remember you had a specific scene in Laurel and
0: Hardy you would show them That's to see true. if they
1: laughed as film, sorry, to see if they laughed at the right bit. Was that
0: right? Well, they laughed at all. <laughs> Some of them didn't laugh at all. Oh dear. I mean, come on. Yeah. I also once finished with someone because they call Fever Pitch a novel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. And it's
0: clearly non-fiction. I remember that casualty. But there's all there's all sorts of. Um, me and Kath had a very difficult moment when. Uh, she didn't know George Galloway was. Right. That was, that was touching her. <laughs> yeah. So um, there's all sorts of reasons, but you don't find out about people at all. If you take them to, what do you find out if you take them to the cinema? I suppose you find out if they text a film. Yeah. Text during a well, film. Well, he
1: texted her afterwards and she texted back, are you serious? Mm-hmm. This is John McEnroe approach.
0: That's a bit early on the first day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, she said her friend needed her. That was not her friend. That was what we call an emergency text. All women do. Yeah, when you totally. want to get out of a date, the f- oh, I've got to go, my friend needs me. Yeah.
0: I know what word he was not using after that date. What? Fontextic.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochrane Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio.
1: I think Nicky from Berkshire has been in touch to say... Frank, my husband broke up with someone because she only had one jacket.
2: Wow, <laughs> eh? What a
1: great reason. So that is
2: a good reason, though, because if you're yeah. on the other side of that dinner table and you're seeing the same jacket, you want a bit of squad rotation for what your visuals are. Well,
1: Al, in the first good few weeks, you're really hyper-aware of the clothing. And I do note the yeah. uh, clothing choices. I'm like, I've worn that jacket again.
0: Oh, yeah. I know, but it'd take a while to realise they only had one jacket, wouldn't it? Yeah, depending on the uh, yeah. weather. It's, um, I'll tell you what, um, I think <laughs> odd reasons for dumping someone would be yeah. a good texting. Let's <laughs> yeah. do it, 8, twelve fifteen.
1: 15. What about when that guy said to me, talking about my sister, he said, your sister's really zanny. Oh. <laughs> Gone. Gone in 60 <laughs> seconds. <laughs>
0: Well, I know someone who dumped somebody because when he got into bed with it, he used to put his <laughs> hands together as if, you know, when people do that diving into the water hands, yes. put his hand together and dive into bed like that. What about, to go.
1: Frank, what about that man who texted me and he was away? I think we've been on one day and then he texted and he said, I'd like to see you when you get back. I'm in Miami. Cool beans.
0: Cool beans. Well, my cool reaction. Beans.
1: yeah. Cool beans. Oh,
0: I never even heard that before. What's phrase? Yeah. Yeah, but what if you then found out years later that that's that's a delicacy in Miami? Yeah, he was just having dinner. (laughs) They don't. They don't. They don't actually really warm them up. They just. Oh. And then he could have been the one. (laughs) Yeah, he could have been the one. You
2: think that was the? You think he started that phrase with just restaurant reviews? Yeah, I think he he did. Yeah. In Miami, Cool Beans. People went. That
0: sounds good. I'm going to start saying that. Very, very (laughs) minimalist restaurant reviews. (laughs) Beans. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Stuttgart, hot spinach. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, I, I'm i with Brandon Vesma. No, no, I am. you're not. I, I knew am. you would be, but I, you're am. not. These... Guess what? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> you're not. I'm with Brandon, Frank. Yeah, because the, people need to... I, we can try all the subtlety with people and they're still... Manners is deteriorating. It's the first day, even if she's hating it, she should have left if she's hating it. Not, as he said, did, the cinema asked people not to text in the cinema. Well, she's breaking every rule. She left. Every rule, not the murder one. I mean, <laughs> no, not well, not yet. I was,
1: in fact, Frank, I think it might have been when we went to see Spectar together. <laughs> there were some youths texting. I don't know if you're aware, but I find it so unacceptable.
0: Is it one of your biggest pet peeves?
1: Yes. <laughs> It's my pet
0: hate. It's this sort of... i tell you what I don't like, and that's when I hear people say, nobody tells me what to do. <laughs> yeah. And we've fought against that in the S&M community. So. <laughs> um, in fact, we've, we've really championed and being told what to do in no uncertain terms. And once you get used to it, it's lovely. And I wish that... You know what I mean? People say, no, no, you know, i do what I like if I want to text. What about an I, 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 I? Yeah. What about others? So now,
1: looking forward She's to like... brunch today, everyone. Yeah, exactly. Nine four six. Frank says I want to dump someone because he got really frustrated, overly so, when we missed the tube in London. <laughs> there was another one <laughs> in three just... minutes. Nice bloke, other than the tube rage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You... But that would put you off because oh, I'd definitely. fast forward to. Uh, they say that's what you know. That's how you see into the soul of someone. Is how they react. Well, yeah, she, she didn't. Reasons.
0: She didn't want to be going out with someone who couldn't wait three minutes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 867.
1: Do you remember Nikki in Berkshire, whose uh, partner dumped someone for wearing the same jacket? Oh, yeah. She's also had a reason when she dumped someone. She says, Me again. I broke up with someone because as we were walking past a skip, he said, Skip to my left <laughs> and did a little skip. <laughs>
0: Now you see I'd have been all right with that. I I I feel like I might have done stuff like that on dates. Yeah and yeah. Stuff, like, that's that's my best stuff on the first day. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean if that is a sackable offence I think we should take this opportunity to thank my wife for her long term
0: patience yeah. with me. That reminds Old me parents. of when I flew to Venice and the, the pilot said if you look at the at the left you can see um Luxembourg. Yeah. And I sang to my... I suppose i have been going out with her a few months. I sang um, Pass the Duchy on the left-hand side. <laughs> well,
1: that's I, really, that's, I, was, I really like that. I would have found that quite alluring.
0: Later on in the holiday, I sang uh, Who Let the Doge Out? <laughs> <laughs> that lesson. So. I
1: like your work. <coughs> 890, Frank. Good morning, Frank and team. I joke that when we split up, my next first date... Oh... will be to an Italian restaurant where I'll choose my date's dish, spaghetti bolognese, to see how they deal with it.
0: Oh, you know that happened to me when I went back to my... I talked about this recently when I got the bay leaf. Oh, Oh, yes. It was the ultimate test.
1: No, but t- table manners are very important to me. I know it's shallow, but I can't... If someone <coughs> holds knife-like pen, it's a major problem.
0: <laughs> See, my thing...
2: My like, thing is the... intonation, uh, there.
0: No, I like to... <laughs> I, I think maybe we should adopt that as a regular thing on the show.
1: Major problem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> For me, of course, it's that using the fork as if it's the front of a Wild West train, which I've talked about before, oh, so oh, you, yeah. you push the food onto it and then... I'm now, with 890. I honestly, I could not... I could couldn't live with somebody who did that.
1: Well, I couldn't live with someone who holds knife like Ben. No, it's not their fault, but no. just don't do it.
2: Well, nine, eight nine zero continues that they hate noisy eaters, and I'm the same. If somebody was to eat like mm, 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 I, oh, even that has made me feel a bit sick. Well,
0: I knew I knew a, a, it. a guy in uh, in Owen, where I used to uh, work, whose wife wore um, industrial ear protectors at the um, <laughs> at the at the table because she couldn't stand the noise that he made when he ate. It's a different world. It's a solve, though, isn't it? It's a solve. What about this? I went out with a, a nurse, and every time I said something funny, you can imagine how often that was, <laughs> she used to punch me on the shoulder and say, you're mad, you are. Oh, no. And i looking back now, in the, in the, in the style of uh, Brandon Vesma, I'm mm. thinking I could have sued her both for assault... A bunch of me in the shelter,
2: yeah.
0: and I think rumours of, of my madness. Prob- you know, could, it could almost cost you work. Oh yeah, that probably. That's probably why I didn't get peaky blinders. <laughs> <laughs>
3: the Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio back Saturday morning from eight. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio
2: five eight one. Fee has texted in. I was on a first date which was going well until he spread some of his lasagna onto a bit of bread and butter and then, the final insult, he loaded up the last mouthful and ate it off his knife. Just no.
0: See, she adds I, in that's, caps. those are things both of which I would have done. <laughs> would no, you? really, lasagna sandwiches are lovely. Do you know in fact, what I, of... call, I call them lasagna, which nice.
1: I'm OK with that in a sort of paysan French supper way. Mm. Scoop up the sauce. It's fine.
0: Scoop up the sauce, that's my motto. I'm slightly interested in this Guardians of the Galaxy. It, I've, it's passed me by as, as a as a, a franchise. You're you can checking. catch volume oh, one. But
1: it's all green monsters doing no, silly it things.
0: It sounds, sounds like, I could, it's, so from what you. I could tell, there was some sort of anthropomorphic raccoon with an automatic weapon. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do me. It. I mean, that's me hooked. Mm. So I'm going to check that out. Any? Have you seen it? No, I haven't. When I, saw well, Guardian... I like the way
1: you didn't even bother asking me <laughs> so you knew I... what the
0: answer would be. When I saw Guardians of the Galaxy, the name, I thought it was about uh, the quality control department at the Mars chocolate factory. Oh. Yeah. And then it occurred to me that galaxy, Mars, yeah. Milky Way, yeah. Starburst is there mm-hmm. a Starburst? There is. Yeah. What's yeah. the connection? What's the connection between oh. chocolate and outer space? Um, hey, right. Is it that they're saying the taste
2: is out of this world? Is that what they're driving at?
0: What is it? Don't know. I'm it's just, just saying it in a very subtle way, indeed. Yeah. I once interviewed Alice Cooper. I had a strange moment in the middle of it. I, when I remember
1: seeing that experienced,
0: one. experienced um, agape and had felt tremendous love for him. I never know where it came from. I mean, really, I was moved. <laughs> I wanted to just... I don't mean a f- physical love. I mean, from for one sure. human being to another.
1: I how? Agape this morning on Absolute Radio.
0: Yeah, it was such a weird experience. You know, I, I respect just... you a lot, Frank. You love, thank you, I love you, the Alan. fact
2: that you not only experienced that, but you then tell people that you experienced it. I think a lot of people would just, you know, push that down. Yeah, not, they'd let it knock. go. Yeah, yeah. No, I think, it's it's, I think it bears
0: examination. I think most things bear examination.
1: Anyway, <laughs> Did you act on the agape?
0: Wait, no. Oh. It would have been odd. OK. If I'd have yeah. suddenly told him I loved him in the middle of the... And I could have honestly said that I loved him at that for a period yeah. of about a minute and a half in that. I mean, truly loved him as one. It's what I imagine Heaven will be like. That's how we'll feel about each other. Oh. Anyway, so he heaven was telling me... Red, yeah. He went to see... Um, the Exorcist with Linda Blair. Oh, that's cool. Who was cool. in The Exorcist.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, someone behind them was talking, and Linda Blair turned around and went, Shut <laughs> up! Absolutely terrified them. And um, it's like that someone's at the cinema with Alice Cooper, and Alice Cooper isn't the most scary person. <laughs> that's a good point, yeah. But I was once in a house party, and... Um, With Noel, well, I was there. No, he wasn't there. I was there with three
1: crinkly bottom. I was there
0: with David um, Badil. and because me and Dave was there, someone thought it was funny to put on three lines. Right. And then because me and Dave was there, they really, really cranked it up. So it was Meg, and it was so loud the neighbours came round and knocked on the door, and me and Dave (laughs) went to the door, (laughs) and there they looked a little bit startled. (laughs) Oh, how often you get the chance to do something <laughs> like that? I twelve fifteen.
3: This is Frank Skinner, Absolute
2: Radio. One of the um, one of the many textings. Excuse me a second. Frogging this <clears> throat. Frog
1: in the yeah, there toad, toad in the Toad Hall, as Indeed. I call it.
2: One of the many textings that we've got running today is, uh, "Where is Wind in the
0: Willows set?" Well, Toad Hall, in particular. Do you remember
2: set? You remember. Chucking that one out there for them to text in. Mm, yes, because there's a
0: Toad Street. Hall estate in the British Virgin Islands. I can't believe that it. it was set out there. Anyway, so English. Yeah. We've had an you don't email.
2: do out there. We've had an email which nah. I like because there's an abbreviation. It says "Wind in the Willows" setting, but then the email begins W I T W. Wind in the Willows. It's good that, isn't it? I get it. It's so good what PR it's worth, for rats, that? Um, Is it? Oh,
1: well, rats get quite a bad. Sort of press generally. Oh, well, people that love that. He was rats, quite a sympathetic rats. character, I seem to recall, yeah. in uh, Toad of Total. Uh, yeah. Winning the Willows, not Toad of Total.
2: Well, WITW is set at Cookham Dean on the River Thames. I played the role of Toad 75 times for Jake's Ladder Theatre Company in 2002. That's not me speaking. No, that's, that's lovely. The, uh, Steve. Mm.
0: Okay, <coughs> one wonders. Oh, <coughs> no, I've got it. Yeah, he's Hello. catching, isn't it? This frog in the. One farm. wonders if he's toad like in appearance, Steve. <laughs> I mean, how do you could get just that be a job? a
2: character actor. He could be like. um yeah. What's but, his you know, name? What's his name? Eric.
0: Your former uh, Labour MP, Eric Heffer. That's who you really want. Oh, yes. toad. has got that sort of uh, mm. am- amphibian look about him.
1: We were talking about sort of first date, deal breakers, that kind of thing. 775, morning all, on my first date with my now partner, he told me he was a qualified radiographer. This turned out to be a lie. He Mm. was in his final year of studying to be a radiographer. I still pull him up on that. What I failed to tell him was I didn't know what a radiographer was. I had to look it up when I got home. (laughs) Love the show, Lucy.
0: It's good, though, that it wasn't a deal breaker.
1: Yeah, but your current on- honesty speaks well of you.
0: Mm. Well, I um, I went out on the first date once. I think we went to Belgo's. Oh,
1: that must have been the 90s.
0: Yeah, probably. And it was the 90s, actually. And um, the waiter came out, young bloke, and said, uh, well, Frank Skinner, how are you doing? I said, oh, all right. So I'm with this um, lovely woman.
1: I thought you were going to say sauce or something. <laughs> and um, <laughs> With this sort.
0: He said, "I, I am, I'm a performer myself," and I said, "Yeah, okay." Um, I was, I, you know, I was working on, I was working on my material to impress this, um, this lady. Mm. And uh, he said, "Yeah, I'm an actor, but I write stuff as well." I said, "Okay, great." Anyway, so we'd like to order, and he went, uh, "Sure. Uh, <laughs> what are you going, to, uh, What are you going for?" <laughs> and did like a sort of Humphrey Bogart thing. And then when he came out to the, to to bring the, uh, the 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 starters or was it drinks first, he said, "Well now, and here's the drink, and I'm bringing the drinks fine. and he did every course he did with a different voice oh. and when he'd brought us the final the the dessert he um I saw him leaving, he put a coat on, he left. I thought, thank goodness for that. Anyway, he came back with a dog-eared manuscript and it was a script that he'd uh, written which he gave to us So the whole thing was a pitch. It was a first date. Oh, oh my come
1: goodness. Come on, he can't do that. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, but it gave you something to talk about with the date. Should the conversation have dried up, which is so often can on these first encounters?
0: Oh, how dare you! <laughs> no, it was uh, it was a lovely first date. Apart from uh, apart from that, as I recall. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> now I've got a question I want to ask you. This week sure. at the BAFTAs. Yeah. Um, and I think it'd be nice to have. One conversation about the Baftas this week that didn't involve cleavage. Let's actually talk what about the, the, what the awards were for, guys. I mean, come on. And um, the best miniseries was National Treasure, mm-hmm. which yes. I was in, if you remember. Of course, Do you remember that, yeah. as himself.
1: Yes. Oh, You should have got up on stage, Frank.
0: No, well, it did occur to me. Can I now, <laughs> legitimately, can I call myself BAFTA yeah. award-winning actor Frank Skinner?
2: Well, I think well, we know you will. <laughs> that's a good question. I you, think you are. Could you say BAFTA award-winning actor when it's as himself? No acting required.
1: No. Al, let me just well, say, if it had been um... Best Director or Best Performance, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, hmm. but it was the yeah. overall drama got yeah. it... You, I think that's okay.
0: Because everything Mm. I see now, when people are introduced, whatever the programme is, they always say, award-winning chef, award-winning food writer, award-winning... Whatever it is, they've always won an award. I mean, every chip shop you go in now has got a certificate to say it's won an award. Mm. And I don't think there's a people in the whole of Britain who produce homemade pork pies who haven't won an award for them.
1: (laughs) But, Frank, that does mean that first-round X Factor contestant can say award-winning if it's won an audience award once. I'm just saying.
0: Oh, yeah. D- but does that an award?
2: No, if, uh, if If they X take Factor part has in the show, an
1: X Factor has won an award.
2: Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Oh, I
0: see. So by participating, oh, yeah. feel like I really... take all the glory, I think. Oh, oh, Frank, no. I'm really sorry. I've, I've rained
1: on your chips.
0: I think you have a little
2: bit, yeah. <laughs> Still. <laughs> Interesting I'll try anything.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Prefer vinegar. Okay, but, yeah. so I'm not a BAFTA award-winning actor. Oh, but you are I to was, me, oh. Frank. Okay. Well, look. um You're well, very accomplished in other areas. Very accomplished in other areas. I don't know areas. in other areas. You won't give me the acting things you went to drama school. <laughs> Anyway, um, thank you for listening. Coming up next is uh, Sarah Champion. Champion! <laughs> Champion! Ole, <laughs> ole! Oh, oh. Sorry. And um, I haven't sung that for a few years. <laughs> and then it was um, the championship, not obviously. The, but even so, it was a lovely day out, QPR. Um, thanks so much for um, listening this morning, and um, God bless you all. Um, bring on the feathers.
3: You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute
4: Radio